Welcome to the Know and Do podcast, episode number 63. This is the third episode in a series of conversion stories of scriptural figures, figures and people. This one is on the conversion of Thomas, the apostle. I am Justin Barton, a son of God and the host of the Know and Do podcast. Thanks for tuning in. The Know and Do principle is really simple, and it's basically this. It is where knowledge becomes action where education becomes application, where faith becomes works, where a calling becomes leadership, where stewardship becomes magnification, and where testimony becomes conversion. Know and Do started out as a daily devotional through which I shared my personal experiences of faith and hope and tied those to either a verse of scripture from one of many sources that people all over the world consider as inspired and holy. And from these experiences and sources, I then issue an invitation to myself, and in turn to the audience, to do what is now known. I have since started interviewing some leaders, professionals, or creators from time to time who are um, currently implementing the know and do principle in their lives. And the next stage of this process and this project is to bring the listening audience, you, into the know and do world. If any of the know and do episodes or Facebook posts have inspired a change in your heart, or driven you to do something different in your life, I would love to hear about it. The plan is to do a regular How I Do What I Know quick interview of 10 to 20 minutes with regular people just like you. If this pertains to you, even if you wish to stay anonymous to others, I would love to hear from you and have a discussion with you. To contact me, please email me at knowanddopodcast at gmail.com. I feel that I need to share that I am not in any way, shape, or form a perfect example of this know-and-do principle. That is why the invitation is normally issued to myself and, in turn, to the audience. I need to apply these lessons in my life as much or more as anyone else. I also do not pretend to be an expert on doctrine or on any of the subject matters that will be shared. I only claim to be one of God's children, walking through life the best way I can figure, just trying to be better one day at a time, striving to do God's will for me and sharing what I experience. If you have found Know and Do to be a positive influence in your life, please subscribe and review the podcast. I would also be super grateful if you went to Facebook and liked the Know and Do page. There are other projects forthcoming to bring more value and opportunities to this project. If you find something in the Know and Do project that brings value to your life, please share it with your friends. Now to continue this series on conversion of people and peoples throughout Scripture. Today we will talk about the conversion of Thomas, in other words, doubting Thomas. My thoughts continue on the conversion of individuals and groups of people in the Scriptures. Today as I was pondering this, my thoughts turned to Thomas one of Jesus' disciples during his ministry in the regions in and around Jerusalem. Thomas had witnessed and been part of, as far as we know, many of the great miracles that Jesus had performed in mortality. But Thomas was not present when the resurrected Christ first appeared to the rest of the disciples. In John chapter 20, verses 24 and 25, Thomas' experience that earned him the moniker of Doubting Thomas is recorded. But Thomas... One of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. 
The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. I think that this is where so many people in the world, and in the church, are stuck. We crave documentable proof of everything. We demand scientific evidence of matters of faith before we will even allow ourselves the slightest room to start to believe. Faith is a word of weakness rather than a word of strength. So, we will not even allow for faith. We will not believe until we can touch Jesus, until we can have physical proof that there is something after we die, until we have physical proof that there was a guiding hand in the creation of the world and of the universe, until we can hold the gold plates in our hand, until you get the picture. Now, Thomas did get his opportunity to do what he said he would need in order to believe. In John chapter 20, verses 26 through 29, it reads, And after eight days again his disciples were within, and Thomas was with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. So, Thomas gets this opportunity, but not without two separate direct, but loving chastisements from the Savior himself. Be not faithless, but believing. And, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. Although we don't know for sure, it is believed that after the resurrection of Christ, Thomas preached the gospel to places as far as, as far as far away as India, practicing his conversion and sharing his experiences of faith and hope with others for the rest of his life. I was once invited to practice believing by a mentor, to practice believing that Christ's love and atonement could lift even me. That phrase and invitation to practice believing, I think, has made a big difference in my life. Belief, for some, is not a natural or logical action. But being willing to practice belief gives me the opportunity to develop faith, to encounter miracles in daily life that can show and even prove to me, as I practice believing, that God knows me individually. He loves me as one of his children. He wants me to find joy and happiness in life and he puts people and experiences in my path that enable that to happen. But if I am not practicing believing, or not being willing to see those, I will either not recognize or notice them, or I will brush them off as mere coincidences. The invitation today is to think about a doubt that I have, something that I feel I need physical proof in order to believe, to identify this doubt then to practice believing that it might just be true and see and recognize what God puts in my path to strengthen that belief and to see where he takes me from there. The premise of Know and Do is to share my personal experiences of faith and hope and tie those to either a verse of scripture from one of many sources that people all over the world consider as inspired and holy or to a quote from godly and inspired men and women from throughout history. 
from these experiences and sources, I will then issue an invitation to myself and in turn to the audience to do what is now known. I do not pretend to be an expert on doctrine or on any of the subject matters that will be shared. I only claim to be one of God's children, walking through life the best way I can figure, striving to do God's will for me, and sharing what I experience. If you feel that this podcast is a positive influence in your life, please subscribe to it, then rate it and review it. Also, please like and follow Know and Do on Facebook. Find us there by searching for Know and Do. As always, my experience is that the key to peace and happiness in life is knowing Jesus Christ and doing as He teaches. say that after all I've done and failed to do, I feel like less than I was meant to be. And what if I could fix myself? Maybe then I could get free. I could try to be somebody else who's much better off than me. But I need to remember this, that it's when I'm at my weakest. Through you.